0: I was grateful um, to be able to have some regional parks that I could still go to that were still open. And so it was like places I would have ordinarily never gone before that I got to see and explore. And then as things started to open up more um a lot of these smaller destinations that um you don't really think about um that you just pass that exit on the interstate um they all they've turned out to be some really dope places like i'm so glad i discovered so many of these adventures
1: welcome to jump podcast i'm your host traveling jackie and i'm here to explore travel adventure and lifestyle in ways meant to motivate you to move and get out and see the world Let this show be a source of travel advice and inspiration, but remember that in the end, it's you who takes the leap. Happy 2021, everybody. Welcome back to Jump Podcast. I hope you are doing okay. This year has gotten off to kind of a rocky start here in the US, which is an understatement. Um, So today I'm going to invite you to escape with me and my guest and friend, Lauren Gay also known as Outdoorsy Diva on Instagram and all over the interwebs because we are going to take you. Actually, she is going to take us on a virtual sort of audio, I suppose, road trip through Southern Florida. I have never been to Florida. I mean, I suppose I have. You'll hear where I have been in Florida, but I don't really count that as Florida. So this is what I did. And I recommend that you do the same if you are able, if you are in a place where you are able, obviously not if you are driving or like running on a treadmill or something, but if you can open up your Google maps and follow along with us because, and I'll mention this at some point in the conversation, but with Google maps, with most maps, you can hover over sites and a little Picture like little picture windows will pop up, and you can follow along visually with what we're talking about, with what we're hearing here today. And when Lauren and I did this together, it was so nice. We both felt like we had been on a little vacation without ever leaving our seats. So that's our invitation for you today. Let's make that our intention a little vacation without leaving our seats or wherever you are listening from. Lauren does a fabulous job guiding us on our road trip today. And I'm not surprised because she's also a travel blogger and a podcast host. So make sure to check her out everywhere. She is outdoorsy diva and she's super inspiring. So we just had a couple of special episodes on this podcast, but with this episode, we are getting back to our backyard adventure theme that we started mid-2020 to celebrate exploring our own backyards in a time when we don't want to travel too far from home for all the reasons, but we still need those little escapes. So I hope that this is encouraging to many of you. You'll notice that Lauren lives in Tampa, but even having this conversation made her feel super grateful for her own backyard and made her want to go explore even more of it. So even if you are nowhere near Florida right now, listen, be inspired to explore what you can access right now. Remember, of course, to be safe and COVID smart. This episode is sponsored by Oboz Footwear. And today we have a little story from an avid Oboes wearer named Andy.
2: My name is Andy Austin. I'm a Boson-based adventure travel photographer. And I originally bought the Oboes Bridger Mids about three years ago to be my, you know, hiking around Montana shoe. Uh, but I found myself using them every single day because I love them so much. You know, I wear them to the grocery store. I hike mountains in them. I wear them traveling the world. You know, these boots have probably been on five continents and dozens of countries with me. I really just never want to take them off. It's nice to have a boot that I can trust uh, when I when opportunity hits me and I need to run up a mountain or run through a puddle to chase some light. I know that these things got my back. Trying to pick a favorite memory is really tough because pretty much every memory in the last three years is wearing these boots. But I think climbing Grand Teton, which was on my bucket list for a long time last summer, that really stands out for me because that was a, a highlight of my life. So that's probably one of my favorites for sure.
1: Thank you to Andy for sharing his story about Oboes. Check out Oboes, Oboz, O-B-O-Z, com to shop for your next adventure shoe. This episode is also sponsored by the Dude Ranchers Association. When I was visiting a dude ranch back in November, I was surprised to see that there was a couple there that week about my age and they were on their honeymoon. So I asked them why they chose a dude ranch.
0: It's such an awesome time to be outside. And it just seems like such a great opportunity to see the U.S. and really kind of explore spots that we might not have thought about before. It's adventurous in kind of a different way than people think of cowboy fun sort of
2: who doesn't want to be a cowboy yeah
1: (laughs) well they're right about that (laughs) we had a lot of fun um recording some some conversation around our visit our collective visit to the dude ranch that week so stay tuned for future episodes to hear more little anecdotes from their story um and if you want to check out dude ranches for your next adventure vacation find a bona fide dude ranch at dude Okay. Let's head to Florida. Um, actually we have a stopover. Those of you out there who are Harry Potter fans, you'll enjoy the first few minutes of this conversation. And those of you who aren't, I mean, you should be. So here's Lauren outdoorsy diva and I en route to Florida with a quick stopover at Hogwarts along the way. I mean, I'm kind of excited to hear that the Hogwarts Express runs right behind your house.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just what I call it. It's a random train, but I had to
2: make oh. it fun for me.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that's funny because I'm in the middle.
1: Actually, I'm actually... Almost at the end of book six right now. And so I'm so, I'm like deep in Harry Potter world right now. Just like I've been dreaming about like dark magic. I'm like, okay, maybe I should stop reading these books at night. (laughs) Like, it's your first
0: time reading them? It's my first time reading them. Yeah. I am a complete (laughs) Harry Potter nerd, girl. I read, I have read the books. I can't tell you how many times oh. I've listened to both versions of the audiobooks, the English and the British version. Yeah. And I have even planned a whole trip. I went to England just to do Harry Potter stuff. Mm. So that makes my heart happy that you are reading the books because they're so much better. There's so much more to the story. There is more to the story. It's funny too, because I am I have
1: refrained from watching the movies while I'm reading the books. Actually, when COVID first hit, I watched all the movies and uh-huh. now I have all the books and so I'm reading them all. And I'm like, I don't think this happened in the story at all. Like, I don't remember this, you know, like trying to pick out the differences because they actually do quite a good job with the movies. But um, I'm also finding, I'm also finding that as I speak, I think I'm starting to use words that aren't normal in like American (laughs) speech. And I'm like, was that because of Harry Potter? Like, it sounds really normal to me now because I've just been reading these books now since I got them at the end of September and I'm already at the end of book six so like in two months what no three months I've read like all of them which is super fun it's it's fun they're such
0: fast reads they are very fast reads. <laughs> they're good listens too if you do like audiobooks books, I recommend the British version just because he okay. does the voices and stuff so yeah. well oh, and cool. the characters so it just gives you that yeah. whole vibe they're good yes. so- while you're like working out or walking or yeah. whatever.
1: I am oh. such a fan of audiobooks and I love it when people get so into it that they do all the voices and they do such a good job, those narrators.
0: They really, really do. Oh my God, that makes me so happy. You're a fellow <laughs> Harry
1: Potter nerd like me.
0: <laughs> yes. I love it. I'm I'm not like, I haven't ever
1: since this is the first time I'm reading the books, I'm realizing how much I haven't gotten into it. You know, like and and liking the movies isn't quite enough. But I mean, I totally understand. And so have you been to is this a silly question? You live in Florida. Have you been to Harry
0: Potter World? Girl, yes, I'm an annual pass holder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I was there like all the special events and the openings and all that stuff. Like I've had some really dope experiences and met some characters from yeah. the movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um the twins <laughs> surprised me. I don't I got picked to be like the special fan during the first year they did the conference. Yeah. And the twins came out and surprised me, and I like legit started crying. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I was just like blown away. Yeah. I love that they, the parks, add it to your list. It is worth the trip, especially now that you've like seen it and read it, because it's really going to immerse you.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I will. I mean, I, it's so funny. I, I love it. I find myself thinking like in the middle of days, you know, just at any random time, something will happen and I will think of a charm to like, (laughs) oh, oh wait, that won't work. It's just a book.
0: You know, like I think of (laughs) of these spells. Oh, you have been sucked in completely. Welcome to our world. (laughs) This is now your new normal.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Wonderful. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I will happily accept it. I love it. I actually, when I went to um, Scotland for the first time, I well, actually, the only time I've been to Scotland, I spent a couple of days in Edinburgh, like ooh, three years ago, mm-hmm. and I went to. So I have one of my readers is like an avid Harry Potter fan, and she was like, "Please go to this cafe," and I was like, "Okay, I'll go to the cafe, the cafe where, um, where- J.K. Rowling started writing on napkins, uh-huh. whatever. It's like this famous. Yeah, I can't even remember what it's called. Something spoon." I remember. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, the bathroom there is just graffitied with everyone's thoughts about Harry Potter. It's kind of amazing. I mean, there's like spells and charms and names and all sorts of things like written all over the walls in the bathroom and they just encourage it. It's so... It's I don't know. You can feel it. And then I went on a tour of Edinburgh, like a walking tour. And we walked into the graveyard and there was tom riddle's grave you know like and there was a last name McGonagall, like you can see where she got her names from things
0: it's just so right. cool have you done that no i didn't make right. it to scotland on my trip yet um yet. yeah 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 it's high on the list because yep. i want to ride the steam train and do all that stuff cool oh fun um let me know when you're gonna end up doing that <laughs> just <laughs> let me know <laughs> For sure. And likewise, like whenever you make... When the world is safe again, I will be your universal buddy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Love it. Okay.
1: Um, So I don't know if you've noticed, but I have hit record because I think that a lot of people out there are going to relate to our Harry Potter nerdiness. And so I've actually started, uh, started this a little bit ago. So why don't we backtrack a little bit and say... Hey to Lauren, because I would like to officially welcome you to Jump Podcast and thank you for being here. Um, Thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. And now that we've had a good uh, Harry Potter chat, um, let's get into some other things. So um, where are you? Even though I kind of gave it away already, but where are you today?
0: I am in Tampa, Florida. Okay. And it's actually a cool 42 degrees this morning, I'll have you know. We are having a real winter.
1: Wow. 42. Real winter in Florida. Well, um, would you send some of that up here? Because up here in Montana, it's like, well, it's well probably 30, which is warm for us right now. And we have hardly any snow. So we're not having a real winter. We're all hoping that La Nina is actually coming. That's what they're saying. And um, apparently she's... Uh, fashionably late. So
0: we'll see if Ah. Lenny actually gets here. But um, our our winter only lasts until about noon. It's probably already 70 degrees (laughs) now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I was imagining you were about to say like, oh, we only get it through
1: like January. (laughs) You're like, oh no, it's (laughs) past. It's it's only in the morning. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is so funny. Wow. What a difference. This country is just so... So big and vast and diverse and um, and yeah actually you are you are here to help us celebrate that because we are doing this series on backyard adventures in the United States because of um, well you know all the things that are happening right now and so um, and I'm so excited to be able to talk to you about Florida because i okay so technically yes technically yes i 've been to Florida. Um, we won't count the six hours that I read an entire Hunger Games book in the airport once, but we will count Key West. Um, I have been to Key West, but I am also very aware that people say, Oh, Key West isn't Florida. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I, who am I to judge? And so I did enjoy Key West, but I do understand that there is a lot more to Florida. And I also understand because I've been following you and listening to what you've been talking about you have been on so many backyard adventures during COVID. I'm so impressed. It's
0: like every weekend you're somewhere else. I have. It's felt that way. Um, And I've tried to, you know, I did observe like a full-on quarantine in the beginning. And then I realized that I was getting mean. I was getting mean. And my mental was really suffering because I started like COVID for me, like millions of other people started off really sucky because I got laid off. Mm. And so, you know, the, the added, you know, worry and uncertainty and financial strain and all of that comes with that takes a toll on your mental. So for my own mental health, I was like, okay, where can I go and really truly be by myself? Like as long as I am by myself, I feel that safe enough. So um, my county closed all of our parks, but the neighboring counties did not. Well, there you have it, you know, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> I was grateful um, to be able to have some regional parks that I could still go to that were still open. And so it was like places I would have ordinarily never gone before that I got to see and explore. And then as things started to open up more um, a lot of these smaller destinations that um, you don't really think about um, that you just passed that exit on the interstate um, they all they've turned out to be some really dope places like I'm so glad I discovered so many of these adventures
1: yeah, that sounds amazing so can can you share some of those with us today because um, you know pre- pretend just just pretend like you're talking to someone who's never explored Florida. <laughs>
0: me <laughs> and sure. So yeah, re- map wise, so Tampa, where I'm located, the Tampa St. Pete area, we are very central. Um, we're central and we're on the west coast of Florida, so that's great for me because pretty much everywhere. Except Key West is within like a five hour drive for me. Um, and then just to get to the East Coast is about three hours. So that put me at a great road trip advantage. Um, yeah. Some of my favorites, I absolutely loved Nokomis. Um, Nokomis is in, in Venice. So we have a venice beach and right here in florida not cali and it's like just over an hour south um, from where i live now i had never been before and it is so stinking cute <laughs> um, i was able to stay at some really cute bungalows the beaches are really unique and like different because venice is the shark tooth capital of the world So for whatever, they're built on like a fossil shelf, which I've talked about um, in one of my episodes. So it's a fossil shelf. So from like 30 million years ago, there's all these shark teeth that were in that layer and now it's exposed. So they wash up on the shore. So I got to do like a whole um, shark tooth hunting excursion. Um, I had a lot of amazing seafood. I've taken some of the most amazing sunset photos I've ever taken mm-hmm. in my whole life. I mm-hmm. mean, um, that's saying a lot because I'm on the West Coast of Florida, right. so we get sunsets all the time. But their sunsets in particular were mind blowing, the colors that they get in their sky. Um, so, yeah, Venice Beach and Nokomis, that area blew me away. And I've actually taken some day trips down there just to go eat because I'm a fat girl and I like food. (laughs) (laughs) I am a very proud, proud foodie and they have some amazing seafood that was worth the hour and some change drive that I've gone back just to go get a meal. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's only an hour, just over an hour South of you. What a, what a brilliant
1: discovery. Um, because that's absolutely worth a meal. Actually, just last night, some friends and I drove, like it's only 30 minutes away, but there's this steakhouse in the middle of literally nowhere. It's like the only thing off this exit off the highway. And we drive, I mean, we have plenty of restaurants here in town. We drive 30 minutes out of town to go to nowhere just to eat the steak. You know, (laughs) it's like I totally get it. (laughs) What is what are these places? Like, what what seafood in Nokomis? And also, how do you spell Nokomis?
0: Nekomas is N O K O M I S, I think. Nekomis. Okay. <laughs> <Does> <laughs> that
1: that look that's right? It looks good to me. I mean, <laughs> I don't know.
0: But Which, okay, so it was really cool because there's a really famous Henry Longfellow poem um, called The Song of Hiawatha. Mm-hmm. And he talks about um, a, a woman named Nokomis in the poem. I knew that from my grandmother, like as a little, little kid, mm-hmm. it's stuck in my head. So I've always been fascinated when I would see that exit on the highway, but I had never been. So to go and stay there was like pretty cool. That is what
1: this local, like this, is what COVID has done for us, like in a positive light. Is is encouraged us to follow those roads close by that we've never done before, you know, and just explore something in our own quote unquote neighborhood that maybe we've always wanted to do, but we don't prioritize because we've got right. all these other bigger quote unquote bigger you know plans. Um, and so I love that. That's really cool. Like that has history for you, and here you are now enjoying it and going back already for the seafood. What seafood restaurant do you recommend down there?
0: Uh, oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Okay, so there was two that I loved. Um, there's um, Chef Chaz Fifty One, um, which is they they are listed as a steakhouse. Um, I didn't actually eat the steak. I actually ended up having the bacon lobster mac and cheese. Oh, my God. Stop it. It was amazing. (laughs) Like, literally, I I consider myself a mac and cheese aficionado. And it is literally one of the best I've ever had. Um, And fun fact, there also a black owned restaurant so I was excited that was on my itinerary because yeah. I was like who knew because yeah. demographics wise I mean it's not a very diverse place um mm-hmm. so I just wasn't expecting it you know yeah um, so that was a really nice fun surprise and to just learn how he ended up there and starting his restaurant and then the other restaurant is um actually on the pier and you're probably gonna have to edit this
1: oh that's okay Okay, Chaz 51 is the first one. I just googled it to make sure so Chaz 51 Steakhouse mm-hmm. is in Venice Florida. Yeah okay, that's the right one. That's wonderful. I, I'm gonna just start a little road trip idea starting in Tampa and heading south. <laughs> first we'll start in, in Tampa and uh, and and collect you and then we'll go on a road trip together okay that so sounds this is good gonna to me. be
0: I'm ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The other place is Sharky's on the pier. Sharky's on the pier. mm -hmm, It's on the pier. It's right at the Venice pier. But it's literally like when you sit and they have huge outdoor seating, which was really important for all of my road trips, Mm. um, either for me to be able to get it to go or it's, you know, was no people. Like when I ate at Chef Chas 51, there was literally like one other couple there. So that worked out. Um, and then Sharky's has a huge outdoor seating area and you are literally eye level with the beach. Like you are on the beach. Wow. Which yeah. is so the view, you know, is just great. You know, you have the breeze, but they have this seafood pasta called the Aruba pasta OMG. And it has <laughs> like lobster and it has um. Huge sea scallops and shrimp, and one of the best white sauces I've ever had. It's like a hidden gem. Like I honestly didn't want to tell people about Uh-oh. it. Well, there it goes. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's already out there. It's out there on my okay. own stuff too. Okay, I already I've let the cat out of the bag. But yeah. I've been back to Sharky's twice. <laughs>
1: and also you know let's support these places that are delicious that we want to survive when Indeed. when Indeed. times are tough yeah
0: well I didn't feel too too bad um, right. I wrote my mom into it too she saw the pictures and she's like take me here mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, like okay Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, twist my arm.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely twisted my arm. So yeah, definitely Venice was like a. They've also and they're called Venice. It's so cute. They even have adopted like the look of Venice. So the buildings have that um facade and style to them mm-hmm. in the downtown, and they have all these canals and waterways. Wow. So it really is like the Venice of Florida. And one of the really neat things I got to do was ride my first um, e-bike, an electric bike. Um, So yeah, that was really fun. I made a video that's on my Instagram. I was like, I will never ride a regular bike again. Why would I do that? (laughs) When you have pedal assist and the bike will pedal for you. This is genius. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The
1: first time that I got on an e-bike, I couldn't stop laughing for like 15 minutes because it was, it's so, it's so delightful. It's so delightful. So I I'm with you there. I, E bikes are amazing, amazing, (laughs) amazing, amazing. Especially, especially like it keeps everybody together. If you have a group and like some people are like, go get them athletes, you know, and some aren't, you can stay together with e bikes. It's a magical thing and you can go further. I mean,
0: Indeed. Like much for, again, it is for the lazy adventurer, which is me. I'm the captain of lazy adventure. And so that spoke to my heart very much. So (laughs) where did you get to go on the e-bike? Where was the bike ride? Was it on a tour? Yeah, it's a tour. Um, it's a tour locally there. Um, and they take you along the Venice canal. Actually, there's a, there's a trail, like a dedicated, bike trail that you go along. It's really nice and scenic. Wow.
1: Um, There's only one problem with talking about all of this. It's really making me have like Fahrenheit, you know, like wanderlust. Like, I don't know. When you said bungalows, I almost cried. I was like, wait, what? Like, I remember those. (laughs) Uh, It sounds... Well, here's the thing. I love something that feels like you could be in a foreign country you know mm-hmm. and one of the things that i actually really love about our country is that it's so diverse culturally landscapefully like everything and so you can find these experiences that are so distinct from your home like they are so different from what you're used to that you right. could feel like you are so far away and honestly okay florida is like 3000 miles away from where i am or maybe two i don't know that's a freaking far that's a lot that's a long way but it you're is. still within my country and technically like I could drive there. I'm allowed to go there right now. Like obviously we need to be careful, but that just sounds kind of dreamy. It sounds dreamy while it's 30 degrees outside here. Like bungalows, beach, fossils, seafood, sunsets.
0: You <sighs> <laughs> know you're biking. making you realize how lucky I guess I really mm. was this far. I could escape. To these magical places. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one, I, I, I actually, you're right, I did a lot. I went to Naples um, for the first mm-hmm. time. I went okay. to Marco Island. Marco Island. Um, I went to Martin County, which is Stewart, Florida. Just and that was, was very country. recent. Okay. And, and I got real quick. quick. Oh, Oh, Everglades. Yes, the Everglades National Park. Finally, I got that one checked off my list. Yeah. You know, I saw that
1: and I was really glad that we hadn't had this conversation yet. I'm like, man, she's just checking them off the list. Like the more I wait to have this conversation, the more places she's going to be able to talk about. Like, I've been (laughs) watching your Instagram thinking this. Like, okay. But now that it... Okay, so it's January while we're talking. And the reason I wanted to get this out is because your specific destination is still a destination right now. You know, whereas mm-hmm. a lot of places are closed for winter, closed for off season, whatever, like not Florida. Florida kind of just happens all year. And so, right. um, but real quick, before we talk about the, the, all of those places, do you, can you recommend the, the bungalows that you stayed in?
0: Oh yes, I would love to. It's Escape, Casey C-A-S-S-E-Y, Key.
1: Escape Casey Key. Key. Okay, yeah.
0: cool. Escape Casey Key. They are the cutest, and I loved, especially during the times we're in now, that you had like private entry. They are immaculately clean. They use the um the highest level, you know, of the industrial cleaner that the hospitals use. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have. They have the policy where there's nobody in there while you're in there um they had all the things they're supposed to be doing they're doing they had the um the extra fancy HEPA filters that can filter out you know microbes they had like Everything that you're supposed to have to keep a space clean, they're doing it. You know, masks are required in the common areas, in the office, Mm -hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. And then just because of the nature of their little bungalows and villas, it's very small. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be with anybody other than your party. You know, you can go sit outside or by the pool and chances are you're going to have the whole thing to yourself.
1: Wow, yeah. Those are the kind of places we're seeking right now and probably in the future. So good for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're doing really well. I've been I've been happy to tell anyone who asks yeah. about K- key. I love them. Okay. So moving on from
1: our road trip. We've just stayed in the bungalows and eaten some yummy seafood. Where where should we go next?
0: So next we should uh, head on. We'll keep going down 75 and we will stop through Sarasota. Okay. Um, because what I discovered on my visit to Sarasota was these, um, this museum that's world famous. And again, we're still within an hour and a half of my home, right? <laughs> um, it's the Ringling Museum, in Sarasota. Okay. And I never knew <laughs> that this world, rena- again, it's wrangling, yes, as in the circus. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, what I thought was, oh, it's just relics from the circus and such. I wouldn't care about such things. And I was completely wrong. Wrong as wrong to be. <laughs> um. It's it's amazing. And I literally tell anybody who will listen, like you have to make a trip to this museum. So it was owned by John and Mabel um, Ringling, you know, way back in the day. Mm -hmm. So they have all these grounds. Their mansion is still there. It looks like nothing you've ever seen before. It's like immaculate. And they have like 31 different galleries. So there's all these different types of museums. There is a circus exhibit, which was actually really cool. There's like a glass art exhibit, um, but they have in these, these galleries, they have artifacts and paintings and things from as far back as like the first century. Whoa. Wow. First century. They even had one item from B.C., mm-hmm So I was just blown away. They have one gallery where every room is like a century. So we are walking around and I was like, we're in the 1200 room. Then you're (laughs) in the 1300 room. And and when I say this looks like any museum, I don't know if you've been to like the British Museum in London, it's that caliber of a museum. Wow. And so to know that this was literally an hour and some change away for me and I had never gone mm-hmm. crazy because mm-hmm. it is immaculate. Then they have a crazy like courtyard outside on the grounds and this huge statue with sculpture of David. Um, wow. it's, it, it blew my mind. So that should be on anyone's itinerary who is anywhere in the vicinity um, is worth the trip. Okay. Amazing.
1: And that's just like a little side stop,
0: right? That's just a little side stop before okay. you get to your next. So then after you hit the museum, um, we definitely should go to Inglewood. Um, and so Inglewood <laughs> is actually home to the gateway to a lot of islands. Like people don't know that Florida has over 400 islands. So I've been doing a lot of island hopping this summer too. Mm-hmm. Um, so from <laughs> there, nice. you can get to an island called Boca Grande, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, Boca Grande is known to be pretty elite, pretty bougie. Um, but it has a state park there called Gasparilla Island State Park, which is beautiful, and it has I call it the Florida Stonehenge because it's these abandoned um, pier, like the, the the pilings from a pier. And so okay. just the way they look, it looks like Stonehenge kind of the wow. way they're, they're set up. So it's a beautiful beach and it's a beautiful park. Really, it has a lighthouse. I um, mean, it's very secluded. And they've also got um, some kayaks, clear bottom kayaks there Ooh. that oh. you can rent on the island. And it was one of the best kayaking experiences I ever had because the water quality was so pretty. We saw dolphins mm-hmm. and like crabs and, you know, depending on the time of year you go, you're going to see starfish and, you know, sea cucumbers and the guides are really fun and they take you to a sandbar. You can get out and walk around. And then you also pass through like a bird sanctuary. So Inglewood um, is definitely worth the stop. That sounds
1: so amazing. Okay. So you guys, if you haven't done this yet, you probably should get onto Google if you can because I'm following what you're saying. Like I'm just like googling as we go. I've just been googling things and just looking at it. I'm like following the map and I'm following what you're talking about. I'm seeing all the like I see Boca Grande, like I see these places. And when you like I just clicked on the little state park and it shows you the pictures, you know, and so I can see like the clear water. I see the pier that you're talking about. It's just it's really neat. I I really feel like we're on a virtual Road trip of Florida right now, which is it's it's a treat. I'm just saying it's a treat. So thank you. Okay,
0: thank let's keep you going. going. You're having me like relive these oh. great adventures too. Hey. It's like make me a little misty-eyed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: it's it's really highlighting like the good parts of the year, you know, it and the, the adventures. The adventures live on. This is this is the thing. The adventures it live do. on.
0: So and so, and Inglewood, while you're there. Um, A great place to grab something to eat is Farlow's on the water. Um, You know, I'm a foodie girl and they're not going to let you down. Uh, They are a Caribbean Southern fusion. So the owners, the wife is from Kentucky and the husband is from St. Croix. So they have come together to like create a menu, like nothing I had ever seen before before. Of all these amazing, so not good for you, young (laughs) food. Um, You know, they've got fried green tomatoes, but then they've also got like grouper and Caribbean seafood Mm -hmm. crepes, you know, and Mm -hmm. coconut shrimp, but then they've got bourbon pecan bread pudding. So it's like, It's something for everybody and it's a really unique. It's not a menu you would find anywhere else. Literally, Mm -hmm. they've created their own thing. Wow. It's like a
1: new, it's like a fusion, like a new. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a Caribbean Southern fusion,
1: is what they call it. Caribbean Southern fusion. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yummy. Oh (laughs) my gosh. I'm really glad I just ate. Otherwise, I'd be like, I'd be like having to raid my fridge right now or something. I don't (laughs) even know. Oh, okay. Yum. I love this road trip. Let's keep going. Where are we going next?
0: So next, we're going to head on down to Naples. Okay.
1: I'm still, I'm still following on the map. All right. So of Naples, I have heard that it's a retirement community. So change, change that. <laughs> what are we doing in Naples?
0: <laughs> Indeed. Um, and it is... But it is also, again, right now the kind of travel that we're looking for is chill, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't need a party scene. Right. All we need is some good places to eat and some places to explore. So they've got that. They're a great base for that. Um, I actually stayed in. Um, it's a. I guess it's like a cottage, but it's in an RV community. Oh, okay. Um, so rent them. Who knew? Okay.
2: <laughs> um,
0: but they do. They rent them. And my cottage was like cute and new and modern. Like the pictures on Instagram, everybody was going nuts because they were like, hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You're in RV <laughs> Park? And I was like, Yep. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. well, what was it called? Um, um what was it? it? Club, it's Club Naples RV Resort. And that was through that was through our partnership with Camp Spot.
1: Okay, cool. Oh, I remember and, those pictures that you had. Okay, Club Naples RV Resort. Um, so
0: they can book it on Campspot, or yes, they have they to? Book. They can okay. book it on Campspot. If you, what Campspot's really going to help you plan that kind of stuff because it's going to show you accommodations you didn't know about. Cool. That's like we, we like never stumbled across these types of rentals, even on the others I use, you know, Glamping Hub, Airbnb, booking, you know, our norms, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have seen that. And I wouldn't have even considered it, honestly. Mm -hmm. And then I saw the pictures and I was like, oh, well, that's really cute. I can do that. (laughs) I Um, can do that. (laughs) Yeah. I can do that. And, And it was like, nice. It wasn't just okay. It was like, really nice. I would stay there again in a heartbeat. Um, So Naples is a great jumping off point for so much nature because um, you have the 10,000 Island Wild Refuge, the National Wild Refuge is right there. Um, You're close to the Panther Wild Refuge, and then you're a hop, skip and a jump from the Everglades. Yeah. So that was my home base to do those explorations. How many days did you stay there? Uh, What do we do? Three days and two nights I was there. And honestly, I could have added another day. Okay. Okay. Just because... I would have liked to have some beach time and I didn't really get any. Uh, Um, Well, that's not true. I didn't get as much as I would like because Mm -hmm. Naples is also the gateway to Marco Island. Yeah. So we drove down to Marco Island in the evening and that needs to be like its own side trip. I didn't get to stay overnight and I want to. I'm dying to get back. Okay. So So what is Marco Island like? So Marco Island is like, ooh, it is a whole, it's another, another place. It it really felt like we just, we left Florida because it is its own thing. You know, the, first of all, there are some gorgeous homes. If you're like me, I'm a dreamer. So I do enjoy riding through ritzy neighborhoods, just admiring large, fantastic homes. So Marco Island is (laughs) a great place for that. Um, and then just the beach is different. It's a different type of sand. It's different water and it's wider than a lot of beaches. This is a different quality. So that always fascinates me about our beaches mm-hmm. that you can go to all these different beaches on the same coast and have a different experience. Mm-hmm. So I really liked the beach there um, for sure. But you just feel like You're gone. Like, I would love to go and rent something, rent an Airbnb or a house or something, and just escape because you won't have to leave the island. They've got restaurants, grocery stores, everything you need. So you can truly have like an island escape. Wow. Okay. Oh, all right. I'm like, this
1: hurts. I'm looking at the pictures again. It's beautiful. The water's like green, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, one of these pictures. There's no one on the beach, which also is probably not entirely off right now. No, it's not.
0: It really just depends on like when you go. Like we went on a Sunday afternoon. If you go to my IG, the drone footage I loaded that was from Marco Island, and there's I look like I'm by myself. There Mm -hmm. were people, but there were so they were so spread out that we were Mm -hmm. able to actually get footage where it looks like I'm alone. Share your IG again.
1: Outdoorsy Diva. (laughs) Diva. There you go. That's Lauren. We'll share that again. (laughs) It'll be on the show notes too.
0: (laughs) For sure. You can see all these pictures and there's reels and videos too of all this stuff. Um, But yeah, so I highly recommend doing the 10,000 Island Wildlife Refuge. Um, It's gorgeous. Um, I've taken some of the best photography of my life there. Wow. Well,
1: So what did you do there? Was it like, a did you do a boat tour or how do you get around that?
0: So there's two ways. So they have the place that's closest to Naples where you park and you can walk. It's got trails and hiking trails and there's an observation tower um, that gives you this really great bird's eye view. And then you also can take a boat tour from the uh, Gulf port um, entrance of the Everglades. So there's two and if you're a kayaker and you bring your own, you can actually kayak at that Naples entrance as well through those waters. Or paddle boarding? Uh if you if you feel safe enough, sure. Okay. Remember this is heavy gator country. Oh Shaisa. So you okay. have to be very confident that you will be on that board. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, i don't know, I, don't know. I, I would say kayak over paddleboard in that instance i would um, say huge boat over kayak in that
1: instance <laughs> they don't
0: really bother kayaks because i kayak in in i kayak in i mean i'm in florida so there's gators pretty much in every fresh way they don't bother Ugh. us oh my um gosh. honestly manatees are more of a threat to me in a kayak than an alligator just because of a their... manatee will tip me. They're just period. Yeah. They're not yeah. gonna hurt me. Right. But a manatee could tip me. Gators won't know part of you. Like when that ore hits the water, they're out of there. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
1: Okay. I'll just take your word at- for
0: it. It's because yeah. I live here. So they're like, honestly, gators to us are like squirrels. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> I have heard that. I have heard that. It's just like kind of crazy because squirrels are like the size of my microphone and gators are <laughs>
0: the size of my paddleboard. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. so I would totally say, you know, or smaller, a, a full vessel over um, paddleboard in that instance. But yeah, that's how you can see them. Then the... Um, then of course there's the Everglades and along Highway 41. So if you take that instead of I-75, that's going to take you into the heart of the Everglades. So there's places you can pull over and just see stuff before you ever even get to the national park. So you can pull over to the side of the road and you'll see birds and alligators in the water and those vast seagrass landscapes everybody thinks of. When you think of the Everglades, you'll see all that without even being in a park if you go down 41. And there's also lots of um, Native American reservations along that strip too that all have their own thing and cultural things you can stop and see and support. Yeah. Um, a lot of them were closed when I was there because of COVID and I'm not sure what that looks like for them. But you know, when things get better again, I'm sure they're gonna want to reopen that because that yep. supports their communities. Um, but it's just neat to see people living differently than you, you know what I mean? And to yeah. have a chance to go on reservation and, um, and support and observe, um, respectfully. Um, then you can get to the shark Valley entrance off of 41. Sadly for me, um, this was my trip to Naples was planned and we ended up with a freak late season storm. Um, so the last hurricane that came through here was Ada, Mm -hmm. which was crazy because this was late November and that never happens. Well, it happened, ripped up the Everglades. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to postpone the trip, but I still was able to make it. I was like two days later. Um, So Shark Valley entrance was closed. It was flooded. So I couldn't go there. So I ended up having to make, I was determined though. So I was like, that's fine. I'll just drive on further South mm-hmm. and I'll go to the, um, the main entrance, which is in Homestead. So I ended up driving to Homestead to spend my day. I just got up literally before the sun rose um, so I could be there at gate open Okay, um, and went that way. So you've got a lot of different ways you can get to the Everglades mm-hmm. from Naples. Uh, which is why it's a really good, good home base um, to do that. But ideally, what I would have liked to do is to go to Everglades City, which I did, um, go to the that entrance and then stop and get um, seafood from, there's a hole in the wall um, called the Triton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they've got Fried blue crab fingers. Oh my gosh. To die for. And mm-hmm. it's waterfront. It's actually super cute. It just looks like a dive on the outside, mm-hmm. but all their seatings outside. Again, making it perfect for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. then once you pass through there, I would have headed to Shark Valley. That was my planned itinerary. Okay.
1: Yeah, I see that entrance here on on the Google on the Googles, and uh, it does say that it's temporarily closed still.
0: So wow, I mean, yeah. who
1: knows if Google knows what they're talking about? But no, it's probably right.
0: Google seems to keep up with that stuff. I would say go to the national park website for the official yeah, word, of course, or not. But yeah, um, but you can go further south to Homestead, which is what I did, mm-hmm. um, and wow. I can't believe I waited all this time to get there. The Everglades Mm -hmm. is, is, it is truly Florida's Serengeti. So what did you do there?
2: In the Um, Everglades?
0: I did a lot of hiking. They have tons of different trails. Um, Some of them are paved. Some are traditional, you know, grass and dirt. Some are on boardwalks because they're out over the water. Um, so I was using um, the the national, the U.S. National Park guide from Moon Guides as my guide to plan my trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just really walked literally all the recommended <laughs> things that I could get to because some yeah. paths were closed. Um, I tried to do all of them um, and at least stop through and do some some short hikes. So, yeah, I literally hiked pretty much all day and I did a boat tour in the backwaters.
1: Okay. What did you see on the boat tour?
0: My first American crocodile. I was so stoked. We have saltwater crocodiles. The American crocodile lives that far south in those waters. Um, So to see a crocodile, which is very different from an alligator, um, was huge for me because I'd never seen one in real life. And I actually saw one pretty close up um I've got some pictures I was definitely using a zoom lens and it makes everyone afraid because they were like how close were you (laughs) and I was like no I was I was safe um I was safe and at an elevated height um But she wasn't paying us any attention either. Um, But they are beautiful animals. So just to see them because they live in saltwater and freshwater was really neat. And to see the difference in Mm -hmm. them. um, I saw so many birds. I saw manatee and lots of like snowy egrets and herons and um, rosebill um spoon wrote the rosette spoonbills. um I didn't see any flamingos though they do frequent those waters mm-hmm. depending on the time of year you might see a few um that come this far north um and it was just magnificent um there's also the boat takes you you can kayak if you want but I I took the boat tour this time. And it took us all the way out to this huge lake, um, which was crazy because Florida is known for Lake Okeechobee, right? Is our big body of water. This lake, they said, is the second largest freshwater body of water we have, um, but it's actually more water by volume than the water in Lake Okeechobee. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's deep. Yeah, it's deeper. It's a lot of water. So it was just this whole other part of Florida. Like you look at the map and you just see green, right? And it's yeah. just, that's where I was. Like I would never be able to access this otherwise. Um, hmm. And I got to check out the campground down there. I didn't stay this time, but I would totally do it um, in Flamingo. They've got these okay. really neat looking tents Um, that are set up. And they look mosquito friendly.
1: Oh, I see them. Yeah. Again, I'm just following everything you're saying <laughs> on the map. And
0: <laughs> they do look They look, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. They look like screen.
1: <laughs> They're like yeah. screened tents.
0: Right. So they have
1: those boardwalks that connect them and that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I literally got to the end of Florida, um, the yeah. end of mainland, Florida, because there's like a beach down there that you can stand and walk and look at the birds and all that stuff. So cool. Um, yeah, yeah, this the
1: whole is flamingo area. Okay. Oh man, there's so... It's just green, the bottom of... I mean, I've, I've actually flown over it. I think coming back from somewhere in South America, mm-hmm. you get to fly... If you're flying into Miami, you get to fly mm-hmm. right over that. And I just remember it's so vast. It was mm-hmm. so much bigger than I thought. And it's just like everywhere down here. just
0: green, And that's what I didn't expect was how different it looks from the northern part. So up there, like where Shark Valley is, it looks nothing like that down there. Mm -hmm. Because they've got actual, there's cypress forest and pine forest I drove through. Um, There's just all this different type of uh, landscape um, that you don't expect, um, which I thought was really neat.
1: yeah diversity woohoo in
0: such a sh- small such like a, a right yeah, we're, exactly. we're right in the same zone and it was that vastly different right. you know? wow really cool. really neat. and okay. then while you're down there if you if you make the long trek to that entrance then what I discovered on my way out I was supposed to be heading home and I saw that Biscayne National Park was like 20 minutes away And I was like, well, (laughs) I'm here. I can get there before they close. Uh, So I went to Biscayne and I'm dying to go back. So I, the only thing I did was like walk the path along the water, which is at this point, you're on the Atlantic Ocean. Um, And then they have this really neat trail that takes you on a footbridge out to a jetty. And then I walked the trail of the jetty. So you're surrounded by water on both sides and like um, a mangrove canopy over your head. So it's very, very scenic and serene. But of course they've got all the water stuff. So they've got boats to take you out to do fishing, diving, snorkeling, kayaking. Um, So I didn't get to do any of that stuff. So that's like a whole other trip that needs to be planned. (laughs) This game is beautiful and completely um, underrated. It wasn't on my radar, I admit, and I'm glad that I went. Wow. I'm just looking at the pictures.
1: This is so cool. Oh, there's a sunken ship. So there's probably a lot to see. um, There's a lot to see on the water. Snorkeling and scuba. Yeah. Yeah, It's like Mm -hmm. water sport haven looks like. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Okay. And that's right south of Miami. Yep.
0: Just south of Miami. Well, okay. Anything
1: else? We're, we're in Miami while well, we're in Biscayne now. Where Miami, else did you go?
0: I actually, so since we've made our way to that side, <laughs> um, we can go north um, up 95 and up uh, U.S., US A, the A1A um, along the coast. Um, I spent some time in Jupiter and in Stewart, which are kind of right there together. Okay. Yeah. I can see those. So now we're north of. So you're Miami. north of Palm Beach and north all of, of that. Yeah.
1: What did you do there?
0: Um, explore the most unique beaches you will ever find uh, anywhere in Florida. So we have cliffs. Um, they're actually Anastasia rock outcroppings. So it's, it's basically like coquina shells and all that kind of fossil stuff that's come together to make rock formations. Mm-hmm. And it's usually on the seafloor, but that area of Florida is like the largest exposed outcropping of these rocks and they formed cliffs. So, like you can actually stand on the edge and look out at the ocean or walk beneath them and explore these caves and snorkel and all kinds of stuff. So um I loved going to the beach there. I actually went twice. When I went to Jupiter, um there was a storm and I went out there intentionally because I was hoping to get pictures of the crazy. Water action, rushing up on the rocks and all that stuff. So it did not disappoint. It was totally worth it. <laughs> cool. Those so okay. shots I would normally get um, yeah. you know, with that kind of water rushing up um, on, on, a, on a cliff. And then in Stewart, um, that whole area is Martin County. So there's all these other little beach towns. It's like 10 other towns that I can't think of at the moment um, that comprise Martin County on that area. Mm-hmm. So, they've got like, like sailboating. I know they've got a sailboat school. I got to ride, take a, a ride on my first sailboat. So, that was really neat um, to go out on a schooner. Yeah. Um, it's called the Lily Schooner. The what? And the Lily Schooner. The Lily Schooner. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, that was really, really cool. Um, it's a nice way to spend some time. And they also have the Florida Oceanographic Institute. So they're kind of like, they're not an aquarium. Um, they're like a cross between an aquarium and a sanctuary. They're a nonprofit. So they have, you know, learning exhibits and touch tanks, mm. and all that kind of stuff. But outside they have this huge saltwater lagoon and it's got tropical fish, 10 nurse sharks. Um, they've got three sea turtles who are um, you know, rehabilitated who can't be released. Um, they've been injured, that are residents that live there, these giant mm-hmm. sea turtles that you can see up close. Uh, it's a, a really neat place. And I got a private tour, um, which was just, just, I learned so much. Um, I got yeah. to touch the stingrays and mm-hmm. all the, the conch and sea cucumbers. Like I'm a I'm a mermaid at heart. So Mm -hmm. that stuff for me was like a a great day. And then Mm -hmm. they've also got a nature trail too. And that's like a mile and a half or so um, that you can take that walks you um, out behind that area through like these mangroves and all the way out to um, the Indian River. Amazing. (laughs) It's so, it's so,
1: um, I'm going to use the word Foreign, you know. (laughs) I mean, just coming from the mountains, and I've done these things, but I've done these things in like Costa Rica, and you know, places where I don't know. They, I don't know, just internationally. And I mean, I know that Florida is full of beaches and all of this, but it's just really cool to hear you talk about it like this. It really is, especially since you live there and you found such delight in exploring it this year. You know, it's like. Imagine someone from the mountains going and exploring this or from the city, just something totally different, you know?
0: It's going to blow your mind because it's not what you think and it's Mm -hmm. not what you see. Like it's not what gets pushed forward as what Florida is. Yeah.
1: Although I will say I would not skip over Miami. I want to go dancing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to go speak some Spanish and go dancing and... Yeah, I think after living because I've I was here during my college years, like that was our easy college road trip. Yeah, so (laughs) I don't think of Miami in terms of a destination anymore, just because it's one of those I've done it. Yeah, but I'm sure at this stage in life, I would probably enjoy it differently and do some different things than, you know, me in my twenties. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's definitely, I'm sure it's totally worth it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all you're going to say about that. (laughs) It's definitely worth it for the food. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, Cool. Definitely worth it for the food. Like I love Cuban food. So (laughs) yeah. Gosh, cool. Okay. Are we heading
1: north still? What are we going to do next? Or what do you think?
0: What did I get to? So after that, I think we should, we're going to head back into the interior. Um, So we're going to take 60 and we're going to go north. Um, We're going to take 60 west and then we'll head north. Um, We're going to take you into um, Tampa, you can't skip my city. Mm-hmm. I did a vacation here. Um, <laughs> so I actually discovered some things in the place I call home mm-hmm. um, that were totally worth doing. Um, you know, I had, as much as I paddle and kayak, I had never done the river that runs downtown um, for that vantage point. So to paddle and see the skyline of the city oh, it was so peaceful. Like in the morning, there were no other boats. It was quiet. And it's just like you and the water and you see the city skyline open up before you. It was amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, Tampa shouldn't be slept on. We've got the Riverwalk, um, which is really neat um, to explore. We've got lots of fun places to eat. Um, and to try out, um, we've got, there's a zip line place. I had no idea we had a zip line, um, but we do, mm-hmm. um, called, um, Empower Adventures, which is really neat. Cause it's, it's kind of, it's not in the city proper. Um, so it's on a preserve. So you've got these amazing views and you can see the bay. So I was really, really excited for that. Wow. And you I mean, did the zipline, I assume? Yeah, I did the zipline on um, mm-hmm. during my vacation. I also did um there's a pirate water taxi that you can hop on and hop off. This takes you along our river walk in downtown, which I hadn't I hadn't done as a tourist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a fun thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: I I can't imagine like li- I mean I've never li- Aside from living abroad in big cities, I've never lived in a big city in the United States, you know? And so, like, I just, I love that you're, that there are so many things to do for the person who lives in the city that you just kind of have to put on your tourist glasses for a minute and say, okay, like, let's look at this with a new perspective. What is going on here that
0: I could do? And, and, well, and like, I actually, I live in the suburbs, technically, like, I'm in Valrico. So for me, I don't have a reason necessarily to go downtown. So Mm -hmm. I don't go, you know, unless I have something to do. I don't really think about going just to go do fun stuff. So this kind of forced me to do that. Um, There's little, you know, there's little, there's a place called Hyde Park Village that I had didn't realize they had built up so nicely. It's so cute and has all these, it's like an outdoor village type of feel. So you've got, at restaurants and shops. And I did a, a candle pouring class, which was completely new for me. And I ended up loving it. Um, so just having those experiences, you don't ordinarily plan for yourself. Like, yeah, don't sleep on where you live. Like I stayed in a hotel wow, downtown, okay. um, mm-hmm. which I have to say, the West had impressed me with their COVID procedures. They were like, on it. They even have it's called um, nanotechnology. It sounds like something out of the Avengers. <laughs> uh, so basically, like the elevator buttons have this nanotechnology. So it's like some kind of coding, but it's like this bioscience. So it's constantly cleaning. Like nothing oh. can the, the virus can't live on it. Okay. So it's called, yeah, I know it's crazy. Cause you, it had a little, a little thing that said self-cleaning elevator buttons. And I was like, how?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I had right to over my head.
0: yeah. Yeah. see, <laughs> um, and I was like, well, that's nifty. Why don't we have this on like all the surfaces? Everything. everything? Why, yeah. why are we not using this? I don't understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that was, and they had like, um, the remote in your room is in a bag, so they switch mm-hmm. that out with every guest. Um, so you're never touching it. And then I travel to. I have to say this with my own cleaning stuff. So even though you know I know they clean and they do all that, then I sanitize my own stuff too. I spend that thirty minutes when I first get there and sanitize and the heck out of everything. Yep.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't blame you at all for that. I. <laughs> Yeah, it's you feel a little more comfortable and if that is going to make you more comfortable then do it, you know. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Cuz I mean, and I don't know that they necessarily wipe down the things you touch to open your blinds and that kind of stuff. Exactly. You know, housekeeping is thinking about your basics, but I'm literally thinking of everything I could yep. possibly touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, you definitely got to spend some time in Tampa. And um, then you can head an hour north and hit the springs. So Crystal River, Wikiwachi, Silver Springs, Ocala, kind of all in the same vicinity. Florida has freshwater springs that look like the Caribbean. Wow. They're turquoise. Wait, where are we? So head An an hour north and you'll see like Wikiwachi, Crystal River. Okay. So what is it that you, what do you do here? So we've got tons of freshwater springs. So you can kayak, perfect for paddleboarding. You can swim with manatees. They have like swim with manatees, snorkel and dive tours. Oh my gosh. Um, This
1: water's ridiculous. I found it. And I'm looking at yeah. the pictures and it's like blue. I mean, blue. It's turquoise. Like it's... Blue, blue,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's like wow. that year round. <laughs> mm. um, even so, like now is my favorite time to be on that water because the water is 72 to 74 degrees year round. Mm-hmm. So when it's cooler, the water feels warmer. It's like yeah, a, a very sense. interesting mind trip. Because when it's 100 degrees... Seventy-two degrees feels freezing cold, you know, in the summer. <laughs> but this time of year, it's actually more pleasant to swim. I believe mm-hmm. it or not. Um, so yeah, you can yeah. swim in places where you're allowed to swim and get out. Just from a for a nature lover, if you're a paddleboarder, a kayaker, you will fall in love with that area of the state where with these springs, um, because it's just they're gorgeous.
1: Do you find that it's pretty crowded when you're doing these trips or so, how is it for
0: people? It depends. I would say somewhere like Wiki definitely the weekends can get really crowded. I tend to do most of my exploring on the weekdays. Um, yeah. smart. A nice... Side effect of you know becoming unemployed, it opening up <laughs> honestly to have more adventures and do more things with my time that you know ordinarily you know you're gonna be forced to do stuff on the weekend. Well, so is everybody else, um, but some places really don't get that crowded at all. Um, you know, Silver Springs is usually pretty chill. Rainbow River is usually pretty chill, um, except for when you can tube, and that's seasonal. Mm. Um, it can get crowded too. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it really depends on the time of day and the day of the week and the time of the year. Yeah. Then you've got other swimming holes that are lesser known. So I, I, I spring hopped a lot. Like I went to Alexander Springs for the first time. Um, I went to Silver Springs, um, Jupiter Springs, like all of those are in the Ocala area you know, Cal National Forest. And every time I went to those, um, it was pretty chill. But again, okay. it's probably very, just depends. Wow.
1: It is kind of ridiculous how much, there is so much. To, it looks like there's so much to see and there's so much space that mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter because I'm just look. I mean, I suppose you could, you could Deduce this from like looking at any map, it would almost seem this way. But it, there's just so much to see in Florida now that I'm like really digging into this map and looking around. And you know, when you hover over these places, it shows you pictures. And it's like, but ev- around every single corner, there's like a different place to go explore. And so it seems like yep. it'd be like you could spread out the people really well and just kind of endlessly
0: explore. <laughs> That's pretty much how I spent most of 2020. It was like waking up. What are we going to do today, Pinky? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like Pinky in the brain. That was me every day. (laughs) Um, And and I wanted to, and I didn't know what the job situation was going to look like. I just wanted to take advantage of having this time. Um, And I knew those are places I could go and literally be alone for the most part, Mm -hmm. I've done most of this exploring solo a few here and there with a friend or two, um, a couple with my son, but he, he was working. So a lot of these places I went by myself. Okay. Good
1: for you, man. This has been so cool. Thank you for being our guide for our virtual Florida road trip. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. This is super cool. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to add about Florida before we wrap up?
0: Uh, No, just, well, yeah, it's, it's, it should be on your list. Like when, when it's safe again, it should be on your list and not just for Disney and Universal, which I love them both dearly. Um, Annual pass holder for both, (laughs) but we are, it's so much more. And in even the beaches, you know, I know people worry about the crowding and all that. We have so many beaches. Like there's more than Clearwater, there's more than South Beach, you know, the beaches you hear about. um, There's so much to see here. So, yeah, definitely. If you love nature and you like being outside, yeah, add Florida to your list. And you're going to need some time, like, because there's so much to see. Yeah, certainly looks like it.
1: So cool. Um, yeah. Okay. So remind us where everybody can find you and, um, yeah, follow your
0: adventures. Sure. So my, my website is outdoorsydiva.com where I share, um, posts and tips and summaries about a lot of my adventures, um, I am probably most active social media-wise on Instagram. Um, that handle is Outdoorsy Diva. Um, I do have a YouTube that's also Outdoorsy Diva and um, Facebook, Outdoorsy Diva. So if you look for Outdoorsy Diva on whatever platform you're on, uh, you'll find me. And if you're a big um, user of Pinterest, I am a huge Pinterest lover. So I've got lots of boards of a lot of my itineraries. It's one of the ways I plan my trips. Um, you can see some of those, um, from some of my past trips. Um, yeah, as Pinterest. So and then I also I have a podcast too, which is um Outdoorsy Diva podcast. Oh. So um, you can hear <laughs> some of the firsthand um adventures um and, and misadventures of the things that don't go right yeah. <laughs> on some of those. Because
1: that's half of travel, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Indeed.
1: That's where the interesting stories come from. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lauren, um I can't thank you enough. Thank you for brightening my day. I feel like this is just... This was just fun and kind of escapist and, you know,
0: thank dreamy.
1: You. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you. It was
1: my pleasure. And um, yeah, we'll have to... uh connect and we can do Harry Potter world and some Florida adventures together. <laughs> for
0: sure, We the can future. definitely get our nerd on and get our paddle on. <laughs> yeah,
1: that sounds amazing. Okay, cool. Thank you, Lauren. Okay. Yay for Florida. I hope that you enjoyed that little escape to the sun and beaches today. It really makes me want to go do that for real. I am adding it to my list. Thank you again to Lauren for being an incredible guide. I remember you guys can check out her guides and tips for Florida and beyond at outdoorsydiva.com. Please give her a follow. Thank you guys for being here and for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. It means a lot to me when you guys share this show with your friends. So thank you for that. And I'll work on continuing to bring you some backyard adventures to escape to until we can stretch our wings again and go a little farther away. Happy 2021. Everybody stay well, stay healthy, spread joy and love, not hate. I'll see you in the next episode.